Good morning, East Brainerd Church family. I appreciate you taking the time to be with your family today and to watch and enjoy this time of worship and praise. It's been a, it's been a difficult week for everybody. You know, it was a few weeks ago that we shared how that the one thing that will impact and change your life the most is the very thing that you never see coming. And who could have imagined the events that took place just one week ago? Last Sunday, we were celebrating Easter. We were rejoicing at the empty tomb. Some of our kids were outside and picking up Easter eggs, and it was a great day of just fun and celebration. It was a day to breathe again after all of our social distancing and all of the concern that we've had over COVID-19. It was wonderful to talk about hope and to be reminded how that hope lives in us. And then just a few hours after we turned the video off, a few hours after we had perhaps put away all the Easter baskets, the rains begin to fall, the wind began to blow, and in some ways, for many families, all hell broke loose. There we were, huddled in our bathrooms, laying under beds, holding on to stare, post, trying to do all that we could to keep all that we could control under our control, trying to hold on to the ones that we loved. I've heard stories this week, more than I can take the time to tell right now, stories of how family members huddled with one another, holding on to each other, telling each other over and over again how much they loved one another, Stories about individuals who were separated in their home and not able to, to get to one another and just wondering after the winds had died down what they were going to find when they stepped from one room to the other. I've heard about family members who were separated by homes and wondering what had taken place just a few doors down. You, you've heard the stories. Some of you have lived it. You know what it is like to look up and to see that where the roof used to be now it's nothing but gray clouds. You understand what it means to see all the rubble that surrounds you. It's something that, that gets you internally. It's an emotional moment. It's not just something now that we think about and we remember. It's something that we feel. It's something that we still taste. It's something that we still smell. It's something that we can still see. It took me back to 2011 when similar events shook up the lives of, of my family and changed the way that we approach storms probably forever. For many of you, you've had to deal with talking with your children about what is going to happen the next time it rains, the next time that there's thunder. You've had to try to explain to those with minds probably too young to understand what all has happened and what you're going to do now going forward. It's been very difficult and I just am honest with you, I don't have the wisdom or the words to, to share with you this morning the depth of emotion that I and so many others feel. For those of you who are watching today who have been directly impacted by the storms from last week, we want you to know that we love you, that you continue to be in our prayers, and that we are still standing ready to help you and in any way that we can, even though we know that those ways are oftentimes, it seems to be so small. But what a wonderful feeling it is when someone just comes to your door, when someone comes into your yard, when they're there and you're surrounded by the debris, when you're surrounded by all of the chaos, and just comes to say, I'm here to help. And I hope that you have felt that comfort this week. 
I hope that you have had opportunities to be touched by so many different people. You know, in times like this, when there are individuals who come and say, I'm here to help, we don't ask them how they voted. We don't ask about the house of worship that they attend. We don't ask where they went to school, what ball team that they support. We don't ask what all their hidden sins are. All we ask is, what can you do? You got a chainsaw? Do you have a bag of chips? Are you able to use a rake or a broom? Can you hold my baby for just a few minutes? All that matters is that someone is there to help. I think about the words from Psalm 23, where it says, The Lord is my shepherd, and even though I walk through the darkest of valleys, you are with me. You know, no one is immune to situations like we have seen this last week. It would be great if it was the fact that somehow a relationship with God made it where we were immune to viruses and that storms would never touch our lives. But every single one of us has a GPS that one day or another will be faced with that valley of darkness. But the promise of God is not that he will lead us around those times, but that he will lead us through those times and that he will walk right beside us. I think about Jesus when he got to the tomb of Lazarus and all of the people there were in tears and they were weeping. And Jesus himself broke down, filled with so much emotion. And there have been so many people through the years who have tried to describe why it was that Jesus cried, why it was that he wept so much. The people who were there said, oh, he's crying because he loves Lazarus. I think he cried because he saw the pain in the people's eyes. He saw their tears. He could tell how their heart was breaking. And he knew it wasn't supposed to be this way. He knew that life was not meant to be lived huddled in closets and scared every time the thunder would roll. He knew that we should not have to fear the the end of this life and wondering when it would come. And so he breaks down into tears and he weeps with the people who were weeping because we weren't supposed to experience grief. We weren't supposed to have the pain. There wasn't supposed to be the sadness and the uncertainty. There wasn't supposed to be the fear. That wasn't the intent of God in Eden. And yet here we are with the events of this last week. And I guarantee you that even though perhaps you were not able to to sense it, that God has been shedding tears right there along beside you because God was in the bedroom with you. He was in the closet. He was there huddled under the kitchen table. He He was there the entire time the wind was blowing and he was weeping. He continued to weep as You walked out from the rubble. He continued to weep as the sun rose the next day, bright and beautiful that Monday morning was, and yet you looked around and saw the scars that littered the landscape. And he continued to weep. You might not have realized it, but you saw it as others came to your aid. You saw it in the tears of your family. You saw it in the tears of of friends. You saw it in the tears of, of those who are followers of Jesus who who showed up as if out of nowhere, ready with a word of comfort, ready with some type of service and some type of help to offer. The Lord is my shepherd. And even when I go through the darkest of valleys, I will not be afraid because you are with me. The psalmist says it's the rod and the staff that is that instrument of of comfort. And I truly believe that this week, God has used so many in our area 
to be those very instruments, his rod and staff. You, you see, every single tree that has been cut, every tarp that has been laid upon a roof, every meal that has been served, every monetary donation that has been given, every room that has been packed up, every time that there was a prayer that was offered, every time that there was hugs that were extended, every time someone came to your yard, every time that someone came and was present with you, well, I believe it was God allowing them to be his tool, his rod, his staff, providing comfort. So let me say thank you to all of you who are watching today who, who you took time out of your schedule. You left wherever it is that you were. Some of you, you left your own homes that had been damaged and, and you left homes that had no power and, and you went and, and you helped and served a neighbor and, and, and you started asking, where else can I go and, and what else can I do? Thank you from someone who in the past has had that person show up and say, how can I help? Thank you on behalf of all those who have been served this week and who will continue to be served in the weeks to come. Thank you for being the tools of God, being able to place yourself in his hands so that you would be able to give comfort, comfort to those who truly needed it at this time. You know, I'm reminded of a story I have no idea if it's true, but it's a, great, it's a great story that preachers I know have told throughout the years. And I'm reminded of it because it's about a young boy who was sent to the grocery store, <laughs> no viruses to worry about then, sent to the grocery store to get some milk and bread for his mom, and he was gone for a long time. When he finally came back, he, he had the milk and bread, but his mother, well, she quizzed him as to why he'd been gone so long. There was no cell phone to use, to call, no way to, to track him. He began to explain how that, well, after he had gone to get the milk and the bread on the way back home, he had passed by and saw one of his neighbors, one of his good friends, who was sitting on the side of the road beside his bicycle. His bicycle had broken, the chain had come off, and his friend was just sitting there in tears, he said, so I just sat there with him. He said, well, the mother said, well, son, I don't think you really know how to fix a bicycle, do you? Are you able to fix the chain? And he said, no, I don't know anything about fixing bicycles. He said, I just sat there and cried with him. Thank you for crying. Thank you for being the tool that God used this week in order to bring comfort to the lives of so many. The Lord is our shepherd. And even when we walk through the darkest of valleys, we do not have to be afraid, for he is with us. His tools, his rod and his staff, they comfort us. You know, in the days and weeks to come, we're still going to have opportunities to, to serve. And there are still going to be times where we are going to have events that will come about that, that we do not expect. And in those opportunities, when those times arrive, I, I have no doubt. I have no doubt that we are going to continue to be those tools, that we are going to continue to be used by God. It doesn't matter, big or small. There was a woman who stopped by our building just this week. She was 80 years old. 
And she came and she said, I am not here seeking any help, but I am here to help you. She opened up her purse and she took out a $20 bill. And she said, I want you to take this and I want you to use it for, for someone who is in need. She says, it's not much, but maybe it can help somebody. And then she picked up a bag of chips and she picked up some water and she said, can I carry these into your building for you? Just something because I want, she said, I want to be a servant. And she said, no matter how old you get, you're never too old to love. A good reminder for all of those who are young, for those who are old, thank you for the love that you have shown all over Chattanooga this week. And again, for those who have been impacted directly by this storm. We love you. We still want to be there for you. Please continue to reach out and to, and to allow us to, to serve. Let us know ways in which we can help you. And in the days and weeks to come, hopefully we'll be able to be together again soon. We'll be able to spend time with one another. We'll be able to, again, hold each other and hug each other. Until then, we'll be out here in cyberspace. We'll continue to have videos such as this where we can share and worship with each other. But we look forward to being together to offer up our praise to God, to thank him for being the good shepherd that he is and for crying when we cry, for holding us when we need to be held and for giving us comfort during the times we never even thought that we would need it. East Brainerd, thanks so much for being Jesus' hands and feet. There's a lot of tired people out there this week. Thank you for what you have done to make life better. Thank you for worshiping, and we look forward to being together again next week. See you later.